Hello, I'm Tom Wilkinson, and welcome to the Thinking in English podcast, a podcast aimed at intermediate to advanced level English learners. On the 20th of January, Joe Biden will officially replace Donald Trump as the President of the United States of America. This process is very traditional and therefore uses traditional and specific vocabulary. Today's episode will introduce some of the events that will take place on the 20th and highlight some of the essential vocabulary you might notice. But first, why not follow the Thinking in English Instagram, Thinking in English podcast, or the link is in the description, and also look at our blog, thinkinginenglish.blog, for all of the transcripts and bonus content. Here is today's vocabulary list. As always, the written list is available in the description of the podcast and also on our blog, thinkinginenglish.blog. To reverse. To reverse. Um, to reverse is to cause something to go in the opposite direction, order or position. For example, the Court of Appeal reversed the earlier judgment. Restriction. Restriction. A restriction is an official limit on something. I can't wait for the coronavirus restrictions to be over. Elect. Elect. Um, so this meaning of elect is the suffix used after the title of an official job to refer to someone who has been chosen by vote to do that job, but who has not yet started doing it. So Joe Biden is the president-elect. Kamala Harris is currently the vice president-elect. For example, uh, Mr. Theroux is chairman-elect of the Promotion Marketing Association. To deliver. To deliver. To give or produce a speech. For example, the president is scheduled to deliver a speech on foreign policy. Address. Address. An address is a formal speech. For example, she gave an address to the Royal Academy. Long standing. Long standing. If something is long standing, it has existed for a long time. For example, it's been our long-standing policy not to allow pets at the hotel. To honour. To honour. To honour is to show great respect for someone or something, especially in public. For example, I would be honoured to meet him. Parade. Parade. A parade is a large number of people walking, or in vehicles, all going in the same direction, usually as part of a public celebration of something. To serve. To serve. To work for or to do your duty to. For example, he served in the army for 22 years. And finally, oath. Oath. An oath is a serious promise that you will tell the truth or that you will do what is 
necessary or what has been said. For example, presidents take an oath to uphold the constitution. On Wednesday, the 20th of January, Joe Biden will officially replace Donald Trump as the president of the USA. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, or gone back through some of the earlier episodes, I'm obviously quite interested in US politics. Ever since I took an American politics class at high school, I've been fascinated by how the USA chooses its politicians. In fact, the second ever episode I recorded of this podcast was about the political debates in the USA, and I then even made a series of episodes on essential vocabulary leading up to the US election. Despite this, I wasn't sure whether I should make this episode or not. Maybe I was hoping that Biden's inauguration would be a simple and peaceful event, and therefore not really a major news story. As the date gets closer, it seems likely that this year's inauguration will actually be one of the most important and unique events in modern history. The President of the USA is the leader of the world's most influential country, as well as the commander of the most powerful army. International politics, relations, economics and global culture will all be impacted by the change in American leadership. Even before the change has happened, President-elect Biden's team has already announced their intention to reverse many of Trump's controversial policies on the first day, including rejoining the Paris climate deal, removing the restrictions on certain countries' people traveling to the USA, and completely redesigning the US border policies. Before I look at the key vocabulary you need, I'll give you an idea of the inauguration schedule. There will be some vocabulary here that maybe you haven't experienced before, but don't worry, I'll get to that later in the episode. President-elect Mr. Biden and Vice President-elect Ms. Harris will be expected to take an oath of office at noon at the US Capitol in Washington, DC. Mr. Biden will then deliver an inaugural address to set out his vision for his term as president. At the same time, Lady Gaga will sing the national anthem, while another famous pop star, Jennifer Lopez, will provide a further musical performance. Following this, the pass in review will take place. The pass in review is a long-standing military tradition that reflects the peaceful transfer of power to a new president. Mr. Biden and Miss Harris will lay a wreath at the tomb of the unknown soldier, honoring members of the military who have passed away. Former presidents Obama, Bush and Clinton will join the newly inaugurated president and vice president for this ceremony. However, you might notice that President Trump will not attend any of the events. This is the first time for over a hundred years that a president has not attended his successor's inauguration. Normally, there would be a parade and celebration with thousands of the newly inaugurated president's followers. However, this is not possible due to the ongoing pandemic. Instead, 
Mr. Biden will receive a presidential escort to the White House without attracting large crowds and gatherings. Following the escort, a virtual parade across America will be televised. According to Biden's team, the parade will celebrate America's heroes, highlight Americans from all walks of life in different states and regions, and reflect on the diversity, heritage, and resilience of the country as we begin a new American era. Finally, a 90-minute primetime program titled Celebrating America will be hosted by Tom Hanks from 8.30pm to 10.30pm on the evening following the inauguration. The program will feature uh, remarks from Mr. Biden and Ms. Harris, performances and footage of American heroes working to fight crises across the country. There will also be celebrity guests um, and musical performances. So Inauguration Day might seem like quite a simple ceremony, but if you want to watch the event on TV or the internet, there is a lot of specialist vocabulary that you should know. So for the rest of this episode, I will introduce some of this essential vocabulary. Inauguration. So let's start with the basics. Inauguration. The word is in the title of this episode, and I've probably already said it at least five times. But what does it mean? What is an inauguration? Well, in general terms, inauguration is the act of officially putting someone into an important position, or the ceremony at which this is done. And I'm sure you all agree that the US president is certainly an important position. More specifically for this episode, inauguration in the USA refers to the act of putting a president into power and the ceremony that takes place putting the president into power. For example, Joe Biden's inauguration will take place this week. There are also some related pieces of vocabulary. Inauguration Day in the US is the day when a person officially becomes president in a special ceremony and takes responsibility from the previous president. Inauguration Day is always on the 20th of January. There is also the verb to inaugurate. To inaugurate means to put someone in an official position with a ceremony. For example, American presidents are always inaugurated on the 20th of January. Term. A term is a limited period of time during which something lasts. You may have heard this in the context of school terms. In the UK, our school year is broken into three terms. The term of office of the US president is four years. So Trump was inaugurated four years ago in 2016 and served only one term as president. Actually, sorry, he was inaugurated in 2017. He won the election in 2016. US presidents can only serve for a maximum of two terms, which is eight years. Capital. The Capitol is the government building in Washington, where the United States Senate and the House of Representatives meet. It is also the place where the inauguration ceremony will take place. A common error that even native speakers make is mistaking capital with a capital C and an O and capital with an A. Capital with an O is the building, whereas capital 
with the A is the main city of a country. So in America, Washington, D.C., in the U.K., London, in Korea, Seoul. White House. I'm sure you already know this, but the White House is the government building that serves as the residence and office of the President of the United States. Joe Biden will move in later this week. There are usually a few other events held at the White House during the inauguration, but the pandemic has cancelled those plans. Chief Justice The Chief Justice is the judge who presides over a Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court is the highest court in the country. The current Chief Justice of the US Supreme Court is John Roberts. What role do they play in the inauguration of a president? Well, they administer the oath of office to the president. Oath of office. So I just mentioned that Justice John Roberts will administer the oath of office. But what is an oath of office? Basically, it is a promise the new president makes to take his role seriously and to follow the responsibilities of their job. By saying it, they are then approved as president of the USA. It's actually quite a short oath, so I'll say it now. I do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute the office of the President of the United States, and I will do the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Inaugural Address This is an address or speech the President will deliver after becoming President of the USA. It is expected Biden will use the inaugural address to set out his vision for his term as president. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Thinking in English. Please share with your friends, check out our social media links in the description and send us a message. We really appreciate all of your feedback. And if you have any ideas for topics or future podcast guests or any other learning format, please let us know. And please leave me a rating. We're now on Instagram. I'm sure you've already seen it, but go there, check it out. Lots of good content about vocabulary, pronunciation and grammar. And Instagram is a great way to contact me. Uh, it's Thinking in English podcast on Instagram or the link is in the description. Also, all of the transcripts of the podcast are now available on the Thinking in English blog. Um, vocabulary list, comprehension questions, and all of the articles are there for you to read. Um, that link is also in the description, so please check it out too. Thank you, and see you next time.